I don't know what you came up with, but we came up with three things down here. So we're going to share the three from this table down the front. Hannah's going to give us the first one. His name's not Art or Ed. God's name is not Art or Ed. We've got that right. Okay. And Ariel's going to give us our second. Earth needs to be like heaven. Earth needs to be like heaven. And who wants to give us our third? Not Bethany. Um, bread is just what you need, not bread, bread. <laughs> bread is about remembering that we ask God for everything that we need. Now most of the time when we say the Lord's Prayer together, we say the whole thing from beginning to end. Maybe we say it at school, or at home, or in church services. Has anybody said the Lord's Prayer in a really odd place? Anybody been somewhere? Elizabeth? So in a hospital. And some of us, and some of you around the room, come with me sometimes when we go to the nursing homes to Overstone and to Carntine and to Lowgate. And it's amazing how even at Lowgate or Carntine, where people are struggling a little bit, if we ask them to say the Lord's Prayer, they recite it as though they, they're absolutely with the world, which sadly some of them struggle to be. But they know the Lord's Prayer. It's deep within them. The, word, the oddest place I've ever said the Lord's Prayer is in the middle of 10,000 scouts in Chile when I went to the World Scout Jamboree. And everybody said it in their own language. And there's nothing like being in a place where people say the Lord's Prayer in lots of different languages. Because surprisingly enough, it wasn't written in English. And Sean told us how the version we, some of us know or grew up with was when the, English, the Bible was translated into English. Who can tell me which language the Lord's Prayer was first written in? Greek, exactly. So, sometimes it's said in lots of different languages all over the world. But there's another way to look at the Lord's Prayer. We want to think a little bit this morning about the other way that you can use the Lord's Prayer. Because Jesus says in verse 9 of that reading from Matthew's Gospel, pray like this. Or sometimes the translation is, this then is how you should pray. And we don't really know what Jesus meant. Because he might have meant, I want you to say these words exactly as they are, which as we don't say them in Greek is a little bit confusing anyway. Or Jesus might have said, these are the sort of things I want you to pray for when you pray. So who did a jigsaw when they came to church this morning? Sorry if you're at the back, there might not have been any jigsaws. There were jigsaws on the table down the front. You might just want to look at your jigsaw, and I'm going to ask Kieran if he's awake. He is awake. If you could put the Lord's Prayer back on the screen for us. Just like to keep the technicians on their, on their toes. Excellent. You've done the jigsaw. Well done. Can we have a round of applause for the table at the front there doing the jigsaw? Okay, let's think about how, if Jesus was asking us to use the Lord's Prayer, not just to say it as it's written, but to teach us how we might pray, let's have a look at the different bits. And the first two bits, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Well, we had that conversation about whether he was called Art or Ed, but Sean told us it's all about him being hallowed. It's about how good God is, how much we want to praise God. So maybe the first bit of the prayer is helping us to think about praising God. And then down here in front, the next bit, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven, is all about God's way. 
So there's lots of things we might want to pray about, which are about God's way. And then he says, give us today our daily bread. And we're thinking about, God can give us everything we need. So Jesus might have been saying, when you pray, think about the things you need. And ask me for the things you need. So we might want to ask for bread, but if we've bought a really nice loaf in Aldi this week, or you've made a nice loaf at home, but you've not got any jam on it, you might want to pray. No, you won't want to pray for jam. But you know the things that you might need. So the Lord's Prayer is a way to remind us of those things that we might need. Then we have the bits about sins and temptation. And different people use different words. But those lines in the middle, if you find them on your jigsaw, forgive us our sins, might help us to think about what are the things we need to say sorry to God for. Are there things that we've done this week that we need to say sorry for? Or maybe there are people we need to help. There are people who hurt us or upset us. And maybe we need to help ask God's help for us to be a bit kinder towards them and a bit more graceful, even though that's really, really hard to do. And then maybe if we've said sorry, well, maybe there are things that we think we've done a few times that God would like us not to do. So when it comes to the bit about save us from the time of trial, well, maybe there are some really specific things that we might want to ask God to help us not do again. And then at the end, we have this wonderful bit. And if you went to St. Mary's this morning, and John's not here, I was going to ask Mr. McArdle to help me at this moment. If you'd gone to St. Mary's this morning, they'd have stopped at this point. And did anybody notice when Esther did the Bible reading for us, it stops at that point? Did you, were you awake enough to notice that this morning? Ariel's nodding, good. Because this bit at the end has a special name. It's called the Doxology. You don't need to learn that, it's called the Doxology. And it's a bit we've added on when we say the Lord's Prayer in church because we want to thank God and praise God. So it's a bit like we go back to the beginning. But whereas at the beginning we're praising God for who he is, at the, at the end we might challenge us to say thank you to God. So if we just run through that again, at the beginning we've got helping us to praise God. We've got about bringing God's kingdom. The things that we can do or we want God to do to help people or to help places. The things we need, the bread we need for today. Time to say sorry to help people. And then again at the end we thank God and we praise God. So what I'd like you to do is to have a think around your tables about those five bits of the Lord's Prayer. And think about how you could use those. When you pray, maybe if you pray as a family, or you pray in a house group, or you pray with friends, how might the Lord's Prayer help you to pray in different ways together? So have a conversation around your tables. Well, I have to tell you down here at the front, I've learned an awful lot. Because these people all want to ask God's help to stop other members of their family snoring. So I, know, so I now know which members of my congregation snore and don't snore. But I have told them all the best men snore. I, I hope that bit of conversation has helped you. The Lord's Prayer is a real gift. And there's no right or wrong answer to whether we say it 
together or whether we think about how it might help us to pray. Probably we need to do a bit of both. But I hope that what having a look at it this morning has done is reminded us that when we say it together in church, we don't just say it and those are the few minutes that we can think about something else, but that the words really mean something to us.